0: You'd like to turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse number 6 Isaiah chapter 9 verse number 6 Our God is an awesome God. Yes, sir. Our God is the mighty God. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9 verse number 6 for unto us a child is born. Now, who, are, who was Isaiah 800 years before Jesus was born? Who was Isaiah prophesying about here? Jesus. Unto us a son who went to the cross and died on the cross. A son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. That word literally means spur of a hill. It's Golgotha where Jesus was crucified. It's even talking about not just how, but where. And his name. We know his name is Jesus. Shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace. I'm glad I know that he is the Mighty God in Christ. I said, I'm glad I know He's the mighty God in Christ. Amen. If you're thankful for that revelation, that you know who Jesus is, He is the mighty God. Amen. Would you just give the Lord some praise one more time in this place? God, I love you. I worship you. I thank you that you're the mighty God in Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. And I have felt the presence of the Lord. Here tonight, already. Amen. Praise God. He is the mighty God in Christ. He is God manifested in the flesh. He is God. God is a spirit manifested. Let me give you the definition of manifestation. An event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something or someone. It's a display. A demonstration. An exhibition. A presentation. An indication. An illustration. An exemplification or an exposition. A declaration, a profession, an indication, a reflection, an example, an evidence or proof of. God manifested Himself in the flesh. His name is Jesus. And He is the mighty God. Amen. Our God is the mighty God. The oldest Semitic word meaning God in the Hebrew is El. It appears over 250 times in the Old Testament. El, El is the shorter version of Elohim. But El is, is the, the Hebrew word of God, denoting this is God or a title of God. And it was used to describe the God of Israel and His relationship with Israel. Genesis 17 and 1 and 47 other times in the Bible El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God. Genesis fourteen twenty. El Elyon, the most high God. Genesis 16 and 13, El Roy, the God who sees me. Genesis 21 and 33, El Olam, the everlasting God. Exodus 20 and 5, El Kano, the jealous God who watches over his people. Deuteronomy seven and nine El Hanaman the faithful God. Deuteronomy four and thirty one El Rakum the God of compassion. Deuteronomy ten seventeen El Hagadol, the great God or the God that is great, the God of greatness. Deuteronomy thirty two forty five forty five El Yasharun, the God of the righteous people. One, uh, 1 Samuel 2 and, and 3, El Deot, the God of knowledge. Nehemiah 9.32, he's El Hanorah, the awesome God. So, uh, Psalms 29 and 3, El Hakavod, or Hakavod, I'm probably not pronouncing these words correctly, but the God of glory. Psalms 31 and 5, El Emet, the God of truth. Psalms 42 and 8, El Shayal, the God of my life. Uh, psalms 42 and 9 el sali the god of my strength psalm 68 36 el yisrael the god of israel psalms 136 26 el Hashemayim, the god of the heavens isaiah 5 and 6 el hakadosh the holy god isaiah 9 and 6 el gabor i like this one the mighty god who is a champion he's my champion Isaiah 12, 2, El Yeshuati, the God of my salvation. Isaiah 45, 21, El Tariq, the just and righteous God. Isaiah 57, 18, El Erek Apayam, the God of consolation. Jonah El Shanun, the gracious God. And Malachi 2 and 10, El Akkad, the one true God. He is the mighty God. As He is the mighty God. Praise the Lord. And we know the name of the mighty God is Jesus. Isaiah 52, again, Isaiah prophesying some 800 years before Christ, uh, 52 and 6. Therefore, my people shall know my name. They shall know. He's speaking prophetically in the future. They shall know my name. All of these are titles, but they shall know my name. I'm glad I know the name of God. His name is Jesus. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. I'm glad I know who the mighty God is tonight. Therefore, my people shall know my name. Therefore, they shall know in that day that I am he that does speak. Behold, it is I. Isaiah seven fourteen, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign, behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which we know God with us. Matthew one and twenty-one. Again, eight hundred years later it comes to fruition, and the angel says to Mary and she or to Joseph, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name. Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Amen. He's not a second God, third God, junior God. He is the one true mighty God. He's the only God. He's the only holy, righteous God. He's the only mighty God. He's the only counselor, the only prince of peace, the only everlasting father. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first and the last. He is the only one. Hear, O Israel, our God is one. And His name is Jesus. Colossians in the New Testament, chapter 2. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, and after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in Him, talking about Jesus, in Jesus dwelleth all the fullness. Everybody say all. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power. Everything you need. Every one of those titles. Every one of those godly attributes. Everything you need is in His name. If you need El Shaddai, you just call on the name Jesus. Try. Oh, yeah. Try. Try. <laughs> if, you, if you need El Roy, the God, who sees you in your situation, you just say, Jesus. Yes. If you need El Ulam, the everlasting, powerful God, you just say, Jesus. Right. If you need compassion, you need the God that's El Rakum, the God of compassion, you just pray the name Jesus. If you need knowledge, if you need glory, if you need truth, if you need life, if you need strength, If you need salvation, you can find it in the name of Jesus. Everything you need. Philippians 2 and 9. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Hallelujah. Zechariah 14. And it shall be in that day. Again, he was prophesying before Christ. But he said it shall be in that day that living water shall go out from Jerusalem. Half of them toward the former sea. Half of them toward the hinder sea. In summer and in winter shall it be. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. And in that day shall there be one Lord and His name one. One name. That's why in Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. John 20, 31, but these are written that they might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. John 1 and 12, uh, but as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. John 14 and 13, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name. That will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. James 5 and 14, he asks the question, Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. We've done this already tonight. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Every time we pray, we pray in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name. I said there's power in the name. It's the name of the one true mighty God. Colossians 3.17, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Jesus said in John 5.43, I come in my Father's name. In Matthew 28, Jesus came and said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name. Singular, possessive name. English teacher right back there. There's a name that that owns the title. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a spirit. I said the other day, I said, I'm not, I'm not a body with a spirit. I'm a spirit that has a body. I'm a, I'm a soul that has a body. Yes, sir. Hello? This body's going to go by the way of the grave. But I'm a father. I'm a pappy. as a grandpa. I'm an uncle. I'm a cousin. I'm a grandson. I'm a favorite son. I'm just kidding. My brother's not here to defend himself. these are all titles Uh but my name is Michael Mullings God has a lot of titles I read a whole bunch of them to you he alpha and omega beginning the end the first and last which was which is which is to come omnipresent omnipotent mighty God Prince of Peace everlasting father he's got a whole lot he's the the Savior he's this lot of titles but his name is Jesus So when Jesus says to all of his disciples, go ye therefore into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. There's a singular name that has all those titles. Jesus. He said, I come in my Father's name. I and my Father are one. When you see me, you've seen the Father. There's one singular name. And if... If, if that was wrong, the only time you find these three titles all together like this, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, the only time you find that mention is here in Matthew 28. Because the rest of the Bible, when, they went, when the disciples who heard that message, even Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there on the day of Pentecost when Peter stood up and said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He stood up there with the other disciples, Mary, the mother of Jesus, all those that were closest to him, and everywhere they went, even to the Ethiopian, even throughout Asia, throughout the known world at that time, everywhere they went, they baptized in Jesus' name. So who's getting it wrong? The disciples, no, they didn't get it wrong. The early church, no, they didn't get it wrong. They all knew who Jesus was, who Jesus is. And I'm not ashamed to be, a, be called a people of the name. Ephesians 3.15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. You know, we say brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so. Do you know why Chloe's your cousin? Because there's a blood relation there, right? Your family. Just so happens, you also have the same last name, Maccabee. It's kind of a cool name. Is that Irish or Scottish? Scottish? Uh-oh, Irish, look out. You have the same family name. The family of God shares the same blood. What blood was shed? It was shed by Jesus Christ at the cross. We have the same family name. We were baptized in Jesus' name. We've been baptized. We were buried with Him in baptism, rising in newness of life. We identify. We identify with Him. Acts 15, Simeon hath declared how God At first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for His name. The mighty God. El Gabor the champion. That's who Jesus is. And He can overcome anything. I said He can overcome anything. There's a lot of turmoil going on in this world. I do believe we are living in the last days. But as they sang about it, God hath not given a spirit of fear. They talk about trusting the Lord. They're singing about trusting in God. We don't fear what's going on. People are like, are you scared of what's going on in Israel and around the world? God's not having an, a panic attack in heaven right now. Jesus is not sitting on the throne going, what in the world's going to happen? Because He's the mighty God. This is how mighty he is. The Bible says, the devils believe and tremble yes. at the name of Jesus. Because the devil knows who the mighty God is. Right. Right. First Samuel 17 and 4, there was a champion that came out. Well, God raised him up as champion. I don't go through the whole lineage of all of that, but eventually, Jesus Christ comes on the scene. He is eligible. He is the mighty God. He is the ultimate champion. Amen. I'm watching the clock. Promise. Acts chapter 2, they baptized in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, Peter goes to the household of Cornelius he commanded that they all be baptized in the name of the Lord, in Jesus' name. In Acts 19, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Paul when he laid his hands on them. He prays for them. He, he, he lays his hands on them. They received the gift of the Holy Ghost and they were baptized in Jesus' name. Read it, Acts chapter 19. Acts 22, and Ananias said to Paul, rise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. For there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Praise God. I heard a story. Brother Pierce, you'll like this one. I don't know if I, I think I've told it here before, but it was about a golfer. He's a pretty good golfer. This is a professional golfer, and there was a king that wanted to improve his golf swing. So the king calls for this professional golfer to come help him with his golf swing. Of course, the professional golfer, he was quite honored that a king would, you know, pay his airfare and pay all expenses and fly him to his country where he was at. And the the golfer was just absolutely uh, honored to go he said sure he he arrives and he starts helping the king with his golf swing and before he after several days before the golfer left the, the king's golf swing had improved and he was quite pleased with the progress that he had made and so the king wanted to do something for the golfer and so he asked the golfer he said um I, i'd like to do something before you leave or something for you uh to you know just to thank you, and the professional golfer said, you know, I, I, just the experience of coming and being here, and that's enough, and the king says, no, no, I want to give, give you something, I want to give you something, professional golfer thought a second, and said, well, he's being humble, and he goes, how about a, he goes, how about just a, just a little, just a little golf club, a golf club, would be fine, you know, he's thinking, if you don't know anything about golf, there's drivers, and there's irons, and there's putters, and there's wedges, all kinds of different clubs. And he's thinking, how about just a, just a golf club? And the king said, I will see what I can do. Anyway, they parted ways, and the professional golfer came back to the States. And Actually, a couple, couple weeks went by, and he didn't hear from the king. He thought, no, well, maybe he forgot. It wasn't that big of a deal. And then uh, he got a letter in the mail, package The golfer looked at it, opened it up, read the letter and said, it took me a while to find a new golf club, but encloses the deed to a new golf club with an 18-hole professionally rated course. You didn't even get it. He didn't give him a golf club. He gave him like Seven Oaks Golf Club. An entire golf course club. Sometimes, but see, that's just it. Sometimes we go, we think of the golf club. When He is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and He can give you the whole club, that's right. if it's His will. Now, I, I'm not one of these blab and grab it. All you know what I, you know what I'm saying? There's, I mean, if He wanted to give you a golf club, that'd be fine with you. I mean, that'd be cool. Me too. You take the single golf club too, right? But we serve a king of kings who can still do exceedingly, abundantly above all. Why? Because he is the mighty God. He's the mighty God. And if God wants to deed you, there ain't nothing that can stop God from doing that. Praise the Lord. Somebody shout amen. amen. There is, however, opposition to the name of the Lord. In Acts 5, and to him they agreed Then, when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and they let him go. They were having revival, and they called the disciples, and they said, We're going to let you go, but don't preach Jesus. Isn't it interesting how Jesus had previously told them in Matthew 10? He said to his disciples, You shall be hated of all men for my namesake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. I'm willing to be hated to be saved. I'd rather be hated by the world and saved by Jesus than to be loved by the world and cast away by Jesus. You're one of them Jesus people. You're you one of those people of the name. You're one of them one God people. Yes, sir. Bingo. <laughs> That's right. You all are them, them Pentecostal people that believe in one God? I'm like Well, it's kinda like what the whole Bible points to. That's right. One God. Man, Well, maybe it's more Bible study tonight. But Matthew 19, 29. And everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or fathers or mothers or wives or children or lands for my namesake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. There are people in this house tonight that have been despised by their own family. But have not rejected the name of the mighty God. The name of Jesus. And God said, God Himself said, You shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And I'll I'll close with this. In the Bible, I know I've mentioned this before. But in the Bible, any kind of oath, as was the custom, anytime someone agreed, entered into a contract, entered into an oath to work for, to sell something, to agree, to abide together, whatever, Any time there was an oath with God's name in it, it was legally binding. It was legally binding. God gave Peter the keys to the kingdom Matthew sixteen nineteen. he said I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven Peter was using those keys exercising those keys when he preached the message in Acts chapter 2 and he preached and said repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of As soon as he preached that, binding. Because he invoked the name of God, baptized in Jesus' name, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Binding. It's a promise. because it was an oath it's an oath with God's name in it Colossians 3 I read it already but whatsoever you do in word deed, do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the reason we pray in Jesus name is because it's binding it's binding Matthew 18 he said whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven that's why people have been loosed when when the name of Jesus has been prayed over them and for them. Praise God. Anyone else thankful for the name of the mighty God? Amen. Let's stand together. If you're thankful that you know the name of the mighty God is Jesus, would you just lift up your hands and give the Lord some praise right now?